The last thing we're discussing was Rabbi Shimon says that a woman only swears when she's asking for her ketubah money, but if she's not asking for her ketubah money, she can't swear. And we're trying to figure out what Rabbi Shimon was trying to argue on. And we ended up explaining that he's arguing on the mahluket to Rabbi Eliezer, that if we can make her swear, the shivuat apotroposin, the trustees swear if he made her a trustee or not. And there, Rabbi Shimon said, only if she's asking for ketubah money, you can make a swear. Otherwise, no. And with that, we're starting Pehayt Amud Bet, last line by the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Hotsiya get ve'en imo ketubah. A woman came to Betin, and she brought a get. Look, I've been divorced. She doesn't have a ketubah. And the husband says, I already paid her back the money. Uh, and that's why you don't have a ketubah in your hand. Goba ketubata. She still gets to get payment for her ketubah. The husband is not believed to say that you already paid. And the reason is, whenever taking money out of, uh, for ketubah, it has to be done in betin. And betin usually writes up a nice piece of paper. It writes a receipt. It makes sure everything is done uh, professionally in an organized manner. And if you don't have the receipt, you have nothing. Then you have no claim against her. Now, if she's holding her ketubah, but she, she's not holding her get, she's saying, I lost my get. And he's saying, I, well, if that's the case, I lost my receipt. I got a receipt, I lost it. Same thing, a creditor. He holds, uh, he's holding a uh, loan document. Reuven owes me money, but he doesn't have a prosbul. Prosbul, uh, uh, we all know that at, at the end of a Shemitah year, all loans get canceled out. But but Hachamim or Metaken, that a person can write up a contract signed by two witnesses, that he is handing over his uh, loans, the money that people owe him, to the Betin, and Betin will set him as a messenger to go get that payment, and he can keep the money. Meaning, it's not your money that you're taking, it's uh, it's Betin's money, but you could keep it. And the reason they're doing that, because otherwise nobody would loan anyone money. So if someone's coming to Betin, this person owes me money, and he's not holding a prusbul, in these cases, uh, the woman who doesn't have her get in her hand, and uh, the and the creditor doesn't is not holding a prusbul, in both cases, they can't get paid back. Now, from the time of the second hour, it was dangerous to keep mitzvot and on. Isha goba ketubata shelog beget. A woman could get her ketubah money even if she's not holding a get because they had to rip up the get because it was scary. You can't go around with a religious document. That a creditor could extract payment just by saying he had, he had a prusbul. He doesn't even have to show the prusbul in Betin. And the Gemara starts. Shema minam, understanding from our Mishnah that kotvin shobar. We understood that the halacha is that we're supposed to be writing a receipt. Once the husband pays back the woman, he's supposed to get a receipt. If he's not holding the receipt, then, well, you obviously, uh, you still owe money. Why? Because if we're in a place that you don't write a receipt, we could always worry that she could pull out her ketubah after the man dies, and she could get a second, she could get the money a second time from the yetomim. And the reason only from Yatomim is because in this type of case where she's coming without a get, he is believed to say that uh, he had a receipt and, and they got lost. Therefore, it's easier to just say we're talking about the Yatomim. So it has to be we're talking about a place where they write a receipt to the husband that you paid your Ketubah money. But Amar Rav, no, 
could be b'makom shein kotvin ketubas. Could be we're talking about a place where they don't write ketubot. She's believed to say, "I never got a ketuba." And the way she's going to extract payment is with the get. She's going to show the get to the betin. They're going to give it. They're going to rip up the get, and therefore we're not worried. She's going to go take the money from the yatomim again. Even if we're in a place that they do write ketuba. Okay, so the Gemara says, "According to Shmuel, the Shmuel kotvin shobar." So it has to be according to Shmuel that we write receipts. So Ravanan said, I heard from Shmuel, even in a place where they don't write receipts. If the husband said, I wrote her the ketubah, he has to bring a proof that he wrote a ketubah. If it's a place where they do write uh, ketubot, and she said, he never wrote me a ketubah, well, she has to bring proof. And you have to say our Mishnah is talking about either it's a case where they don't write uh, Ketubah and the husband has no proof, or we're talking about a place where they do write Ketubah and the woman brought proof that he never wrote her a Ketubah. And that's why we're not worried that there's maybe another Ketubah. Ve'af Rav Hadar Ben. Even Rav went back from what he said. He retracted a statement that he said our Mishnah is talking about a situation where they don't write a Ketubah. Amar Rav. You could say our Mishnah is talking about Ben Ben Makom Shekotvin whether it's a place that they write a ketubah or not, at the end of the day, if she comes with a get, go ikar. She only gets the main part of the ketubah, so to speak, the 200 for the betulah, 100 for the almana thing. So when the Mishnah says that she's go back, ketubatai means that base. And now, however, ketubah, if she comes in with a ketubah, she's only, she's go ba the tosefet. We're talking about anything extra. Now, anyone who has a question, go ahead, ask the question, meaning there's no problem over here, because at the end of the day, she's not going to trick anyone. If she pulls out the ketubah, she'll get the tosefet, otherwise she's just getting the regular base. And that's what the Mishnah means. Now, the Gemara has a question. Tanan, get. If there's a ketubah without a get, she's saying, I lost my get, and he's saying, I lost my receipt. If a creditor said, look, here's a document that he owes me money, but he doesn't have a prosbul. The, the, those two don't get payment. So now, I understand according to Shmuel, who said our Mishnah is talking about even in a place where they write a ketubah. Okay. He'll say our Mishnah is talking about a place where they don't write a ketubah. But the difference is, he's saying, although we're in a place where we don't write the ketubot, I wrote a ketubah, and I want the ketubah back. We tell him, okay, bring a proof that you wrote a ketubah. Remember, we're in a place where nobody writes ketubot. And if you don't bring a proof, if not, go pay her. And once he paid her, they ripped up the get, and that's why when they come to us a second time, she doesn't have a get in her hand, and we're worried, and that's why you don't give her anything else. But according to Rav, okay, she's not getting the main part of her ketubah, the 100-200. When she does come with the ketubah, let her at least get the tosefet, extra stuff that's written in the ketubah. So Amar of Yosef, no, what are we dealing with? There's no witnesses that she got divorced. And since he could technically say I never divorced her, he could also answer back, He could also make a claim and say, I divorced her and I gave her her ketubah money. And the Gemara asks, 
from the dangerous time where you cannot keep the mitzvot anymore, a woman can get, uh, get payment for her ketubah even if she doesn't have a get in her hands, and a creditor could get his payment even though he hasn't, uh, doesn't have a prusbul. You have to explain, we have to be talking about where there was witnesses to the to the divorce. If you don't have uh, witnesses to divorce, how is she going to extract payment? And if that's the case, you have to explain that in the beginning also, that we're talking about uh, where there's witnesses to, to the get. And that's a problem with uh, Rav. Why can't she at least get the Tosefet Ketubah, the extra stuff of Ketubah? If there's witnesses that she got divorced, let her get the extra stuff of her Ketubah. So you have to explain You have to explain that the entire Mishnah is according to Rashbag. And there was missing words, and this is really what it's supposed to say. A woman pulled out a ketubah, there's no get, she cannot take any payment because he has an amigo that he could say that he never divorced her. But what are we talking about? When there's no witnesses to the divorce. But if there's witnesses to the divorce, and now he can't say that he never divorced her, she gets the tosefet because she's holding a ketubah. At least that. Ve'ikar, but the main 100, 200, if she pulls out her get, okay, she gets it. If she doesn't pull out again, she doesn't get it. And from the dangerous times and on, even though she doesn't pull out a get, she still gets her money. Why? From dangerous times and on, a woman can take her money for even without a get, and a baal hov and a creditor could get it even though he doesn't have a prosbol in his hands. And I'm going to Rav Kana, Rav Kana, and Rav told Rav, According to you, who holds if she's holding a get, she gets at least the main part of her ketubah, the 100, 200. From, uh, from marriage, meaning her husband passed away, how is she going to get the 100, 200? She doesn't have a get to be mehayevet. So he explains, yeah, there's witnesses that her husband died. Yeah, but but maybe we have to worry that maybe he divorced her right before he died. And then she's gonna pull out her get in another betin, for example, and she's gonna get uh, her payment again from the from the atomim. says, "No, we're talking about a situation that she was with her husband till the very end." says, maybe right before he passed away, he gave her a divorce." And now she's going to get payment as an almana, and then she's going to go to a different betin and get it as a grusha. The Gemara says, if that's the case, the man himself made himself lose money because if they were, he, she was with him until the last second, and then he wrote her a get. You did it to yourself. You made yourself lose. So the Gemara says, okay, fine. Almana, mina irusin. Almana, she got engaged, and then all of a sudden uh, her, uh, her, her hatan passed away. Bemai gavya. How is she going to extract payment? The Gemara explains, We have witnesses that the man passed away. Maybe uh, he divorced her, and then all of a sudden she's going to, uh, she's going to pull out a get, and she's going to extract payment. 
Ela, we're going to change our mind. We're going to say that an Amana from the Nisuin, she could get with the, the witnesses of death, even if she wasn't with her husband at the time of death. And we're not worried she's going to pull out another get because in a place where there's no other choice and we're really worried about trickery, then we do write a receipt. We have no choice. Because if you don't say we, that we write receipts, even if there's just witnesses to the death, we have to worry. Maybe she's going to take two witnesses to this betin and say that her husband died. She wants payment. Then she's going to take uh, another two witnesses to another betin and she's going to say her husband died and get payment again from the yatomim. Rather, you have to say in a place where there's no where there's no other way and we're worried about trickery. You write a receipt. And Amar le more keshisha bere de rav hasda de rav ashe. Mor Keshisha, Rav Hasda had two sons, both of them called Mor, one was Mor Keshisha, the older one, one was called Mor Yenuka, the younger one. Mor Keshisha told Rav Asheh, Almana mina irusin minalan di itla ketubah, and Almana from the irusin, how do I know she gets a ketubah? Ilema meha, if you want to tell me it's from what we learned in the Mishnah that Nita Milan Gasha Ben Minairusin Ben Menisuin Govata call that if she became an Almana or got divorced, whether it's from Irusin time or Nisuin time, she gets everything, the base of the Ktuba and the extra Dilma de Katavla Maybe the Mishnah is talking about where he specifically wrote that. If you want to tell me, okay, if he wrote it, that's his fault, but what are you gonna what's the Hidush? Maybe it's the Pokem of Rabbi Azar bin Azariah de Amar. Maybe it goes against Rabbi Azar who said Shalokatav leel aminat shehu konsa that he only wrote it so they can get married, not from engagement period. And they kanami, and you have to say that you could be mitayek that from the Mishnah. They katane go vayt hakol that she gets everything. Now, if you want to say we're talking about a situation where he wrote it and he obligated himself to the entire Ketubah, that's why she gets everything, even the extra. But if you want to say we're talking about a situation where he didn't write it, what does it mean she gets everything? So the Gemara explains that would be that base, that's what she would get. Maybe you want to say that Arusa gets a Ketubah Maybe you want to learn it of Baravin, where it says Ishto Arusa lo onen velo mitamela. He sh- he shouldn't be onen to her if uh, if she died. Meaning he wouldn't he would not be asur from eating kodashim velo mitamela. And if he's a kohen, he would be asur to be mitamela. He can't bury her. Vechen he same thing with her lo onenet. She shouldn't be an onen. Meaning she's never asur in kodashim velo mitamela. She's she's not hayav to bury him. Although there's no isur for tumah for kohanot, but uh, technically she doesn't have to bury him. That she doesn't have to actually put him in the grave and do all that work. Meta, if she passes away in Oyrasha, he does not inherit her money. Metu govak tubata, if he passes away, she gets her ktuba. Now, bottom line is, what do you see? That even Arusa has a ktuba. The Gemara pushes back. No, Dilma de Khatavla. Maybe we're talking about a situation where he actually wrote it. He obligated himself. It's a it's different. Vechitema ikatavla ma'alem ran. If you want to tell me what's a chidush, okay, if he wrote it, what's what's the big deal? You could say meta in Oyrasha. It's the You could say the entire chidush of you that if she that if she passes away, he doesn't get anything. The Hidush is that she would get something if he passes away, but he gets nothing if she passes away. And Amar the Rav Nachman, the Rav Huna, the Rav, according to Rav the Amar, get to Gova Ikar, that according to Rav who said that if she pulls out a get, she only gets the base of her Ktuba with the 100 200. Why don't we worry that she's going to pull out her get in one betin and she's going to extract payment? And she's going to go pull out her the same get in a different betin, and she's going to extract payment again. 
And if you want to say we're talking about a situation where they rip up the get, she's going to say, hey, I want to get married again. I have to prove that I, I got divorced. So Rav Wuna explained them. We rip up the get. And then we write on the back of it, This get that we ripped, not because the get is pasul, so she won't use it again to extract payment again. Meaning it, she's divorced, she's kosher, it was okay with it. We just don't want her reusing this get to extract payment again. Next Mishnah. A woman who comes to Betin and she's holding two gets and two ktubot. So we know the situation. He married her, divorced her, married her, divorced her, and he never paid either ktubah. So therefore, go ktubot. Therefore, she gets a payment from both ktubot. If she's holding two ktubot and one get, what happened there is he um, he uh, married her once and then he just uh, added to the ktubah. Really, only one of the ktubot are important. Therefore, she only gets one ketubah or ketubah shnegitin, or she's holding one ketubah with two gets, meaning he married her, divorced her, never gave her ketubah, and then remarried her based on the first get. Or ketubah veget umita, or she's holding a ketubah, a get, and that uh, he passed away. And she's asking for two ketubot, one for the first marriage, one for the second marriage. So the Mishnah explains in Agova el Ketuba Ahat that in the last three cases she only gets one Ketuba. When a person divorces his wife and then remarries her, he's remarrying her on condition of the first Ketuba. And the only way she would get payment again is if he wrote her a second Ketuba. Now, the Gemara starts talking about the case with two Ketubot and one Get, that she only gets one, uh, one Ketuba. Now, she could pick and choose which ketubah she wants to use. The first one, the second one. The nefkamina would be as if he sold land in between. If she uses the first one, then uh, she could extract uh, that land from whoever he sold the land to and, and uh, use that uh, to, to get her ketubah money. But if the second one has more money on it, maybe that, that would be uh, better for her. So again, she has the choice, whichever one she wants to use. It sounds like this is a problem with Rav Nachman, who's in the name of Shmuel. If there's two uh, documents on one loan or on one sale, they're coming one after the other. The second one knocks out, it cancels out the first one. And that's not exactly what we're saying here. Here we're saying she could pick and choose which one she wants. Tegma explains, yeah, but Lavit Marala didn't we already explain on that that Amarav Papa Moder of Nahman the Iosif Be Dikla Litosifit Kadve. Rav Papa reminded us that Rav Nahman agrees that if in the second document you added even a palm tree, you added anything over there, now you're coming to add on the first ketubah. And therefore, ha chanami, you have to explain our Mishnah. And the ketubah is talking about Bidosif, like he added something in that second ketubah, which uh, adds on. And that's why she could use both or whichever one she wants. And Tanura Banan, we learned that the last thing we learned in Mishnah was if she pulled out a get and a ketuba and that, that her husband passed away. So we know she got married, got divorced, she got remarried, and then the husband passed away. Im get kodem If that get is before that ketuba, then then she gets two ketubot. One because she's holding a get and one because the ketuba, her husband passed away. But if the ketubah is written before the get, and not go by the ketubah hat, and she only gets one ketubah, why sham garashit ishto vehazira, minat ketubah 
Because if a person divorced his wife and then got remarried and he brought her back, it's on the condition of the first ketubah. We're just getting married, we just can use the same ketubah and we're going to continue with that. And that's why he didn't rewrite another ketubah. So you have to look at the date of the ketubah and that's going to make a difference if she gets one ketubah or two ketubot. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.